Welcome back to the Future Pilot Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Kish. Today, we're going to be talking about 5G impacting aviation, a few news stories, and flight simulation for training. Hey, one turn into one three. Is there a take off? Three one center. Welcome back. Um, wow, it's been a while. I haven't recorded an episode in about six months, actually. Um, so I got really swamped with school when school started, and then my priorities kind of changed. But I plan to start recording episodes a lot more regularly now. So I'm going to talk about myself for a little bit and what my journey in aviation has kind of been for those six months and kind of fill you guys up back to date. So I go and get my private pilot's license in about a couple weeks, which I'm really excited about. It's a, it's a huge step for me. I've really wanted to do this for years. And the fact that I get to go fly uh, 172 in a couple weeks just really excites me. Um, I got done with ground school, did great at that. Um, I love that. But I think flying a real plane is just going to be a whole other experience. Um over those six months too, I've gotten to do a lot of networking with people. I've gotten to talk to a lot of people. Um, I'm really interested in corporate now. About a couple weeks after I recorded my episode before this, I got to talk to a couple corporate pilots in a Lear 45, which was really exciting. Um, and then I talked to a NetJets pilot recently on the phone. I'm really looking into corporate, so expect my next episode or one of the next few episodes to be kind of an in-depth long dive into what it's like to be a corporate pilot. Hopefully I can have a guest on that's even a corporate pilot. If you know any corporate pilots or you yourself are a corporate pilot, I would love to have you on. Um, and that'd be really exciting because I think that'd be just a cool thing to explore. Also, I got a pair of Bose A20s. Uh, love them, hate them. I love them. I got to use them for my discovery flight recently. They are the best. I couldn't recommend them more. Um, Bose, if you're listening, if you want to pay me like a dollar to sponsor them to like a hundred people, I'd love to do that. Um, probably not worth your time, but or money. Um, but yeah, the A20s are amazing, and I love them. But on to the news stories. So aviation hasn't been doing that great recently with COVID and soon to be what is the introduction of 5G cell service. So 5G cell service is going to have an impact on aviation like we never saw. The headline, kind of the main point of this is Verizon and AT&T have rejected the FAA and airline industries request to delay the rollout of 5G. So essentially the impact of 5G is going to be it will affect radio altimeters used for telling your height off the ground. So this is really bad for low visibility and um, instrument approaches when there's fog and other bad weather. I don't know what the future of this is, um, but it will affect radio altimeters and instrument approaches and... Um, we may see diversions. We, I, I don't know what the impact of this truly will be once it's rolled out here in a couple of days, actually, is their plan um, 
canceled flights, I don't know. There was a great article by That Points Guy um, online, and Simple Flying also has a really good article about it. Um, it's just a few minute read. Um, I'll leave the link to that in the show notes and description. A SpiceJet Dash 8 departed an Indian airport without ATC clearance. Um, so that's a funny mistake. That's a bad mistake to make. Um, plane began its climb out. Um, air traffic control radioed the plane to tell the pilots they had taken off without receiving permission to do so. Pilots acknowledged the mistake and t- continued their climb to 25,000 feet for the two-hour and five-minute flight into the Indian capital. The aircraft landed in New Delhi without further incident. So that's a funny incident to happen, um, but probably not good for those pilots. Um, I feel like that's a mistake that we would all laugh at, but at least one of us has probably done that at like an untowered airport or something like that. Um, Definitely a bad mistake to make, though, to take off without clearance. So they have opened an investigation of it, the DGCA, which I think is just the Indian equivalent to the FAA. Um, And our final news story, return of the A380 is going to happen in 2022 for British Airways. So personally, I think this is good. I don't see this as like love or hate the A380. I'm personally not the hugest fan of it, but I feel like it's really good symbolically for aviation kind of receiving more of a sense of normalcy and returning to normal, um, which I think is really good. So on to our normal kind of topic for today, Um, flight simulation in aviation. This is a personal favorite because I personally have X-Plane 11 and I love it. So I'm a VFR pilot right now. I'm just getting my private pilot's license. So the way I use flight simulation is a lot different than other people. So I know a lot of people use flight simulators for training with IFR to simulate emergencies that wouldn't be safe to simulate in the real world or IFR approaches. When I visited Western Michigan University, I actually talked to my college tour guide and he's like, oh, you fly yet, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just use a simulator right now, but I hope to fly soon. Um, And he was like, what simulator? I said, X-Plane 11. He's like, oh, I use that for my instrument approaches kind of on my own personal time because it helps me nail those down. So you can use a simulator to practice those IFR approaches like ILSs and RNAV approaches and VOR approaches and all the sort of stuff like that. Um, But I use simulation a different way. So I use it for VFRs mostly when it comes to actually training flight planning and just practicing traffic patterns and kind of giving textbooks more of a real world application. VORs have always been something that's kind of challenged me and putting it in X-Plane and kind of getting to experience it and practice it as many times as I want literally for free um, really helped me understand it and now it's one of the things that I understand the most and I feel really safe and secure with them. But I think there is a limit on how realistic you can get with flight simulation. Um, While it is great for practicing emergencies and whatnot, it's still so different than the real world, no matter how good the graphics are and some simulators like Microsoft Flight Simulator, I think the, the human factor is just not there. 
I think a lot of stuff is still very limited with realism too. Um, you can't really simulate a walk around and most of the aircraft in X-Plane 11, you have to pay $50 or above for a plane that even kind of begins to function that and it's still not as realistic. Plus, I feel like it's really hard to kind of learn to keep your horizon in a flight simulator. Um, the couple times I've flown so far, it's just been... It's been a lot easier to keep straight and level flight, but I feel like in a flight simulator, I always am fluctuating up or down, but I just, I generally feel like flight simulators were kind of designed more for IFR, even though there are a few things I use it for. Um, but just in general, flight simulation is really cool. I get to, um, through flight simulation, I've gotten to fly, you know, like a fairly realistic 737 or a King Air or something like that. And it's really cool to do that. Um, my personal longest flight I've done in a flight simulator was with an A321neo long range from LAX all the way to JFK, like coast to coast. And then I've also done like JFK to London before and stuff like that. And it's just really cool to kind of say you've done that and experience the bigger airliners and learn like how an APU works and just generally kind of have more of a hands-on thing because you would have never gotten to do this beforehand and it's really cool to have flight simulation as an outlet for that and I, I just love it I love it plus I feel like flight simulation has been almost a hobby within its own for me the community within flight simulation is so much more different than the community with aviation and you have to learn some computer skills almost in a way too. I feel like I've learned some kind of odd computer skills through flight simulation um, and then I've learned a lot about like computer specifications and hardware and um, like graphics cards and stuff like that through flight simulation because a lot of it is you're having to apply technical skill to make your simulator run better or have a higher frame rate or something like that. Also designing like paint jobs or liveries for your planes using Photoshop. So I actually, my real world job is video production. And so I've used like Adobe products like Premiere before. And, um, and using Photoshop was really cool to design these paint jobs and liveries for yourself because it's you're learning how to use Photoshop, and that's a skill I never really thought I would have before flight simulation. But it's it's really cool to kind of practice things before you do it. This was a shorter episode, just updating that I'm still here and I want to make more podcasts. Um, if you want to be a guest on here, you can follow my Instagram and just DM me um, the Instagram's Future Pilot Podcast. I also provide updates on there for when episodes are coming out and when I get my private, um, put pictures on there and stuff of me flying and whatnot. But um, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope to have a longer, kind of more normal podcast next episode. But thank you so much for listening. I am back and I will make more podcasts soon. Thank you.